Hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the only... <laughs> the only hit <laughs> Def Leppard history podcast that I'm a host for. Till Def do, do us, us party. party. Yeah, so wel- welcome back. Uh, this. Oh, wow. You can hear, uh, if you hear a demented demon of a podcaster in the background, that's my co-host, Dr. Def, Alex Smith. How you doing, Alex? Pretty good. Pretty good. And over here, little, but it's that I'm not feeling it. I couldn't get other words to come out in that voice. It's very hard to put other words into the Untak Glieben, Glausen Globen. Like a, like a goofy, goofy German accent. Like if you were like, hello, stu-, like you can't just, you just can't do it. That can't it doesn't, do it. it's, yeah, your it's mouth like, will not make other words do that. It's like drinking a gallon of milk. So, uh, I, as, as you probably already guessed, I am Stuart the Leopard Tamer Wellington, and joining us is our other co-host, the lovely... Charlene, no nickname, Wellington. Charlene, no nickname, <laughs> Wellington. She got that nickname uh, <laughs> on the mean streets of Brooklyn. Yep, no, no, she killed anyone who tried to give her a nickname. Yep, so, so they, they called her, so they called no her no nickname. nickname. Uh-huh. Yep. It's a cool story. Yep. It it's be. also, uh, she also, like, killed a bunch of guys named Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't say your name if your name is Nick around her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before they gave her the chair, her final words were, <laughs> no nickname. And here she is today, Charlene, no nickname, Wellington. Wait. Didn't I get the chair? Yeah, you yeah your ghost, oh, okay. your ghost of like an old like street hustler, heavy, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're building a lot of backstory. I think we're doing more uh, legwork for this than we do uh, this podcast. Um, yeah. So, uh, how are you doing? How are you doing today, Charlene? I'm doing great. I just woke up from a late evening nap. Yeah, let me pull back the curtain here, guys. Uh, so what happened was... So I ghosts was take the, naps. <laughs> I, was in, I was in the bathroom, and I got out and I saw the time, and I'm like, Oh, shit, Charlene, we gotta, we gotta listen to this song so we can do our podcast. And Charlene goes, Huh? What? Coffee? <laughs> so I ran into the other room and made some coffee and poured it directly in her mouth and her... Toes twinkled a little bit, and she <laughs> popped my, out of bed. My eyes blinked up and down, up and down. <laughs> yep. Her, the pupils of her eyes turned into tiny little coffee beans and then were ground up and turned into delicious coffee. <laughs> it's, we'll do that, the animation, in post. So yeah, how are sounds, you doing? Sounds great. How you doing, uh, Dr. Death? I'm doing fantastic. I'm a little tired. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm... I've, have not really been doing anything lately that's satisfying or fun. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm just great, wonderful. Feel so very. So you're not you're not tired from I don't know uh, eating too much and having like multiple sexual encounters right before recording. Nope, nope. Quite the opposite. <laughs> I am tired for uh, uh, I am tired because of sleepless nights of uh, you know just existent as yeah. Inability to talk uh-huh. and worrying about what's going on with my life and uh, oh, okay. not feeling great about it. So yeah. that's um, 
That's, so where, you, that's where I'm at. So, so you, I'm, you, you stay up late because you're hungry, and instead of having sex, you're pushing your wiener back inside your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a, <laughs> I get a stick, and I push it all the way back inside me. Oh, wow. Um, I, hope it's, I hope it's a smooth stick. It's pretty pointy. It's got to be pretty pointy if you're going to get it to stay up there. Okay, well, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for inviting me to this science podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we brought, we brought so you along. Uh, we're talking about Alex's wiener. You got any thoughts on this, Charlene? Uh, um, uh, I don't know how long you're supposed to keep it up inside you. You mean this bit or <laughs> that the, the, the little peanut? It's actually outside of you that you don't want. If you have it outside of yourself for too long, it'll get it'll rot. And, something uh, about it'll, four hours. It'll yeah, get, something about four hours. It starts to, uh, you know, it just starts to... To eat away at itself, little thing about okay. The, well, that's a lovely thing image about the about the penis <laughs> that people don't know. Well, hopefully you are a first time uh, listener uh, because you were brought here due to uh, maybe the official Def Leppard Twitter account retweeted our episode. Link. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and you're like, one. I want to hear, a, I want to hear an episode about my favorite band doing my favorite song, White Lightning, off the my favorite album, Adrenalize. Well. Uh, you just got I a hope one of the of... hosts. Is, I hope one of the hosts is really depressed. Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lean into it is what I would say. Yeah. Um, so we are going to be talking about adrenaline. We this is another one of our summer special episodes. What makes this episode so special, Alex? Uh, probably the fact oh, that it sounds so depressed. Us. <laughs> 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 the probably the fact that it's track number five on uh, Def <laughs> Leppard's uh, fifth album. Uh, I, oh, I did it! Do. I did it! <laughs> I did! I made a connection. I made a connection. Oh yeah, it. no, that was great. Um, so is that, uh, right? is that even right? Hold on. Uh, no, the you're, night, t- you're, you're, right. you're right. Pyromania. Yeah. Hysteria, Adrenalize. Yeah. So, fifth song. (laughs) Fifth song on the fifth album. White Lightning. Uh It's a real tour de force. Uh, It's a real motherfucker of a song. It's real special. And that's all that really needs to be special about it, as far as I can tell. As far as I am concerned about myself for me. Uh, is he trying to wrap up this episode early, Charlie? That was a good episode. All right, <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> good job. We did. Okay, it. so uh, you got you want to say any words about the album Adrenalize before we dip right in? Uh, yeah, Char, you want to say any words about the album Adrenalize? <laughs> um, Let's pull up this album cover real I, quick. Just I so think you get something an idea. that you don't know is that it's the fifth album. I'm. Um, oh so. wow! It's it's the fifth album. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Um. And and White Lightning is the fifth song. Okay. On the fifth album. Now, Shar, you last joined us on the song "Make Love Like a Man." Uh-huh. Oh wow! You remember it that? Seems like such a long time ago, but it was only two songs ago. Well, yeah, do, yeah. We we do. Like I do one, remember that. We do an episode every month and a half. It's uh, a, okay. we're on a we're on kind of a weird schedule. I remember that. That was um, fun. Okay, so in between, we also uh, listen to this song tonight, and now we're going to be doing an episode about the song after tonight called. Oh, White you know White what? Night. I was wrong. I was wrong. Shar uh, joined us on "Make Love Like a Man," the uh, lost episode. Remember yes. that? Yeah, uh, the, the radio edit. 
Yes, and and then she joined us again on tonight. Uh, yes, we talked yeah. about tonight uh, in a, two episodes ago, and Char was on it. But, oh yeah, tonight uh, if it pizzas you, it pizzas me. That one. Yeah. Well, you why don't I, just, I just sum up the album so far? So, uh, <laughs> as as we've discussed months and months back on previous episodes, episodes, excuse me. Uh, this Adrenalize is an album where Def Leppard collectively. Uh, together as a sort of wounded whole. You know, they lost a member. They lost an arm of a member. Uh, they're, they're looking pretty, they're a pretty ragged lot at this point. But they've decided optimistically, unlike me, to uh, look back to a sort of innocence and a sort of simplicity and a sort of joy of youth. And so this album so far has been chock full of quick, poppy, uh, catchy chorusy songs uh with kind of um very simple structures and it's a simplicity that they actually are finding for the first time later in life because when they were young they were young angry like aggro uh more politically minded metal dudes and a lot yeah. of their songs were about uh you know were about frustration with government were about um you know the the, the were about sort of darker things uh-huh. And this has been very, um, this has been a much more uh, sort of naive uh, viewpoint so far on this album. So we have we had Let's Get Rocked, opening track, which is just about Joe trying to find a nice woman who will rock him, get him a get him a ring, and get him out of his dad's house because he's sick of living with his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad's always waking him up to do podcasts with him. <laughs> and he's like, stop bugging me. And he, yep. he just wants to go out and uh, and walk around town and get into trouble. And his dad won't let him do it. Then Heaven Is comes along. Track number two, uh, which is a song about unrequited love. As unknowable as heaven itself. Or yep. as unknowable as what happens when you don't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Then comes Make Love Like a Man, which is a call to love your lady. To It is a call to men all over the place, and any and also women. I guess anyone who loves a, a woman, uh, to, to love her like you would your bro. To love her like you would a man. And, yeah. then there's, <laughs> and then there's the previous song, song number four, Tonight, which is a song about pizza. It's a song about yeah, uh, it's really big pizza pies and all the uh, cheesy, saucy uh, goodness and crunchy crust and and all all of the things that come along with a delicious crazy uh, sticks. Uh, yeah, crazy sticks. Um, all the things, the little garlic dipping sauce. All the things that come along with a great pizza pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tonight we're going to talk about white. Lightning. Wait, you want to fire that up? Yeah, I'm firing <laughs> it up right now. I was just do, make, give myself a nice long tail into it.
So, Charlene, uh, did you have any dreams in your nap? Um, I didn't. I fell asleep watching the People's Court, uh-huh. and so I just basically... Was that one of those rare episodes of People's Court where you can see Judge Marilyn Millian wearing uh, high heels underneath her robe? She didn't get up off the bed. See, that's the thing. Those are the best episodes. Those are the best episodes. Because that's like, that's a little bit of backstory. <laughs> like, when she got up today before putting on those robes. She put on her heels. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's all. Okay, I'm gonna stop it right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get, give a little taste, right? Yeah, a little taste. Shar, uh, what do you think so far? <laughs> um, How are you feeling? What kind of place are you in at this point? It feels like. Imagine you've just woken up out of a nap. <laughs> Let me take myself back there. Okay. Um, so it feels like when you're. You're in a field, and, <laughs> okay. you're, and you're watching a band play, and they start the song, uh-huh. and you're really excited because your favorite song comes on, uh, but the intro is really, really long. Uh, <laughs> so okay. it's already it's already your favorite song. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is that it's this, like, they know, like, it's your favorite song, and you know they know they it's know. your favorite song, and they're like... I'm going to tease this person. They might even stop and then, like, say a few things mm-hmm. before yeah. they... Play a, couple, play a couple notes, then be like, Hey, it's me, Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this song one time <laughs> when I was at a Def Leppard concert. <laughs> it's called White Lightning. <laughs> Check it out. UB40 took it to number one. <laughs> Uh, so that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, so that is that I is the most fucked up accent I've heard outside of like a weird Jerky Boys record. <laughs> is on that Neil Diamond live recording when he sings Red Red Wine and he's like, <laughs> "Me and you be forty, we be number one." <laughs> It like, is so crazy. That Jamaican accent such... is that Jamaican accent is more racist than this bootleg Bart Simpson T-shirt I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really bad. We be number one because he's got they already got like a villain's voice. Oh man, that's fun though. Uh, yeah, I no, I agree with Char. I, I what kind of always comes to my mind on this is like. You're looking at a big cloud of fog or smoke, and you and there's some vague lights, and you're not even sure who the band is that's coming out. Like you're about to be hit in the face with something. You're about to be faced with <laughs> something. You're you're about to be faced with with realness. You know, like they're they're sure, just yeah. they're just gonna, about to drop something on you that's really heavy, and that's really appropriate for this song because it's all of the sudden we've been kind of misled by all this upbeat. Uh, sort of high school dreamy poppy stuff and now now we're going to get into the shit and they're and they're very uh, vaguely sort of approaching us with these dissonant intervals on the guitar no beat just like uh, I don't know just very ambient Stuart what are your thoughts on it 
Well, I like that they're really uh, using all the uh, all the all the landscape of this song. Like they got a lot of a lot of space, and they're like, with this what six, almost seven minute runtime, let's just stretch our legs a little bit. I think Quite. it is a full seven minutes. Yeah. Quite possibly, um, they've taken a gigantic beach ball and thrown it into the audience. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the my favorite. Just tossing it around. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would kind of ruin the the vibe for me if I was if I saw a beach ball well, like just. Well, yeah. Sounds like you're the guy who doesn't get to slap the beach ball. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot of stress around that. Do you want to slap the beach ball? Do you want to get out of the way? Do you want to grab know? it and run? <laughs> I want to pop that thing with a big Bowie knife. Is what I want to do. Oh, cool! And then I want to, and then I want to turn to the kids behind me who are getting high, and I want to, I want to be like, "It's time to get real, kids." Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Good thing that ball didn't bounce to us, because our giant spliff would have popped it with its flames." <laughs> <laughs> and then they fly off on wings of smoke. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we got we got a little bit of uh, we got a little bit of an opening here. This is uh, this feels like one that's designed for the live experience. Yeah, or it just feels it feels to me so much like um, uh, like something off of Hysteria. You know, okay. it's um, it's it's a it's a, a dreamier song. It's they've they. They did a very similar thing on a mid-album track on Hysteria. Gods of War has a minute-long sort of solo guitar ambient noise intro, and uh, and this um, is also the uh, this is also the end of the first side, yeah, yeah. It's the end of the first side of the cassette or or vinyl LP, um, and uh, and that. So yeah, and they they have tended to do that. They've intended to put. Um, put big songs in that in that position um like on Py- like on pyromania for example which uh side side a ends with die hard the hunter mm-hmm. uh which is a real epic serious like issues song and uh, i don't want to spoil yeah, and it went for- on, it went on to inspire no. the rob layfield character die hard mm-hmm. who was a member of young blood now, for the kids that are standing behind us smoking a spliff can you explain what a side is yeah what's a side <laughs> A side is, <laughs> and we're not talking about what goes next to your entree. <laughs> a side is basically the perfect amount of time uh, in a car to make out with somebody uh, before you want a change of vibe. Before you want, before you want maybe the option to pick a different album to listen to. Mm-hmm. A side is like the, the the perfect amount of commitment, which is half of one album. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is why they, which is why they make cassettes like that in two sides and records. It's for making out. Yeah, and it's it's half of an LP or a uh, leopard, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the- I think a de- I think a deaf lep is is what they a what they called lep. a a deaf lep got shortened to an LP eventually mm-hmm. um, for some reason. Uh, and, and, and that's, uh, because, because they, they were cranking out, Def Lepp was cranking out so many, uh, tremendous LPs that that's what they ended up calling them. They yeah. Changed, and that's they why, changed it from album to. And that's why you, you take such issue when an, a band releases a double LP 
because yeah. the retailer lists it Come on. as a DLP. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. like, no. that sounds, that's clearly meant to ins- make people think of a Def Leppard. That's cultural appropriation of yeah. the English band mm-hmm. to, to call something a DLP. So we'll be in a Sam Goody store. Yeah. And you'll be just shouting, like sweating. Mm-hmm. And you'll be sweating out all of the. Uh, well, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Regar- I'm, I'm sweating regardless. I'm sweating whether it's good or bad. And I'll I'll be holding your Cinnabon so that you mm-hmm. so you don't throw it in rage. Well, you'll be holding my Cinnabon so I don't sweat on it, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlene, you've seen me feed I've, him his I Cinnabon. My, <laughs> I eat my Cinnabon. I mean, you don't want his hands Stewart's to get hands. sticky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable with my hands being sticky. Yeah. That's why they call me Sticky Stew, the Sticky Boy. <laughs> I mean, they're already calling me that. I might as well live up to my name. Did you get that name on the streets? I got that when name you, on When you were running around with no nickname, Char? Yep. And right before they gave me the chair, I said, I'm Sticky Stew, the Sticky Boy. <laughs> you said you're gonna have to, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna have to peel me off this chair with a paint stripper, because I'm sticky stew. So I think we answered your question. Uh, so uh, yeah, so we got a little bit of an intro here. Um, yeah, that's like what little three bit minutes of, one? of the song. How, how <laughs> yeah, that, was, of, wow. that was a that was a solid minute. That was over a minute. Before the before the actual beat comes in, and it's, uh, it's as if they were saying, "We want to put a song on our album that people will definitely want to do at karaoke when they want to piss people off." Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were were thinking of back back then, back in those days. Mm-hmm. It was what, how can we irritate people with covers the most? Mm-hmm. Uh, so here, I'm going to play. Um, a, it's going to kick into, again, rare for this album, an instrumental refrain or intro before the verse happens. We're just going to get a groove going, which uh, this is the first song on Adrenalize to not start out with the chorus. So I think that's kind of big if you're the kind of person that cares about that kind of thing, which I am. And uh, Sticky Stew is. I don't know about no nickname Char, but here we go. Yeah, I think no nickname Char is checking her smartwatch that she just got in the mail. Um, well, yeah. See, the uh, the patriarchy has decided to make my clothes without pockets. Uh-huh. So I had to get a smartwatch because... Yeah, they I consulted missing... me on that, and I was like, <laughs> don't give her pockets. It just ruins her figure. <laughs> so I keep missing all my messages because my phone is in my purse. So now... You're in charge, okay? Imagine some crazy world where the patriarchy doesn't run everything <laughs> and make sure everything goes smoothly. Sure. Where would you put your pockets? Um, probably... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, I know what you're probably thinking, Charlene. Didn't we already hear that opening part? <laughs> <laughs> Why, why, uh, it does bring up the idea of like, I mean, I guess for atmosphere, but that first section we listened to doesn't really, I mean, like, we already listened to an intro of the song just now on that second section. Did it really need the original intro? Yes. The answer is yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, you set the scene. Then you say that sometimes you just want to give people a little bit at a time so they can really get into the mood. See what it, it, it helps a little bit if you've listened to the first four songs right before this, because they're all so quick. They're so they snap right into mm-hmm. they, they get right to the point and they don't really give you any frills or anything. And this one, it it first it's like uh, it's like building a it's like building a little landscape for you. They got to put the they got to put the little grass down. They got to give you the atmosphere. They got to give you the vibe, right? Yeah. Then they give you the trees, they give you the groove. And then the uh well, it kind of falls apart then. It's I almost like the, I don't know what the like the weather would be something else and then like yeah. the and uh, if and um, if they gave you if they gave you a pair of pants, they would give you pockets. So where would those pockets go in your lady uh, lady archy? <laughs> Everywhere. That's what it's it would just be Whoa. all pockets. You just we carry a lot of stuff. So you're saying when I'm walking around in my cargo shorts and you look at me like I'm a moron, it's not because I have too many pockets. Not it's enough. It's that I have not enough, not pockets. enough pockets. Oh, it makes so much sense now. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to the song. <laughs> uh, so we get some we get some lyrics here. Do you mind if I jump into the lyrics? Yeah, why don't you just read us those lyrics, man? Okay. No promises, no guarantees. When you come down here, you're already on your knees. You want to ride white lightning, then sign your name. If you want to dance with the devil, you got to play his way. Play, play the, game. the game. Yeah, there's a and and we get our we get our angelic chorus, our classic Def Leppard mm-hmm. chorus of voices going, "Play the game." Um which sound which I think they're both doing something out of a Queen song and and literally those are the lyrics also to a Queen a Queen song. So yeah. it's kind of a fun little kind of a fun little callback there. So White Lightning is a really weird name for a man's penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's not that weird for the name of a white man's penis. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, uh, it'd be especially weird if it wasn't a white guy and his yeah. dick was named Li- White Lightning. Um, although, you know, it's better than it's better than Greased Lightning. Although in the movie <laughs> Soul Man, isn't there a joke about that? Um, no. Okay. No. <laughs> Charlene gets mad at me because I don't remember the movie Soul Man no, very that's well. Not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's her concern with you bringing up Soul Man is that it's Stuart, that she not, thinks I told not being you a thousand times. Enough. Remember Soul Man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> no, don't watch it again. Just remember it. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched it in a very, in a very performative way. I've never I've never watched it. Mm-hmm. I've never watched it in a way that I make it very clear to everyone. That I've never seen the movie Soul Man. It's I mean, one of the I've first seen, things I I've tell you, people. I've seen you walk up to see Thomas Howell in a Sam Goody <laughs> and be like, and, <laughs> and be like, Sticky Boy, hold this bun. <laughs> and I'm like, I was never not holding it. And you're like, Good point. You're hilarious. And I'm like, Thanks. And then you start yelling at see Thomas Howell. Yeah. And he's like. Man, I'm just working here. I do a Saturday swing shift, so I get a discount on CDs. Wait, he works at Sam Goody. Yeah, Sam yeah. Thomas Howell does. Okay. In in blackface, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Crazy, it's not, but it's not okay. It is it's just not, not okay. 
They wanted to add a little bit of diversity so they could uh, attract a more urban clientele. (laughs) Yeah, it's not okay. That's what the management said. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) I mean, I would just say go for, like, make an effort to hire more diverse staff, but I guess not. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, oh, that, pony boy. I mean, it's officially Sam Goody. It's officially Sam Goody's <laughs> policy <laughs> that they would that they would rather put people in blackface than hire uh, a diverse uh, like a diverse employee roster. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so it, I mean, I, there's really nothing we can say besides that's fucked up, Sam Goody. I don't know what your deal is. Cut um, out the double LPs, bud. I mean, I don't. I don't mean to be part of some, you know, some weird outrage culture like that. Some people complain about, but that that just seems very I mean, strange you to me. About it. <laughs> <laughs> you and your buddy Adam Carolla are always complaining about it. Well, I mean, come on. As soon as I step out of Sam Goody, I just see all these snowflakes sitting by the fountain <laughs> at the mall uh, doing jack shit. And they and they could be focusing their attention on the real, the real problem, which is the management at Sam Goody's. Yeah, they're those snowflakes are sitting out by the fountain, either playing with their fidget spinners or making mm-hmm. fun of people with fidget spinners. I don't quite know which. Not one <laughs> of them. Either, is, not one of them. Sticky vaping or making fun of vapors. I yeah. don't know which. Whichever's more of a hipster it's thing. Hard to keep yeah, up. hard to keep up. They're reading their magazines, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Playing their They're, CD-ROMs. What, what like, uh, like Ranger Rick? What do, what do they read nowadays? Uh, yeah, they're reading Ranger Rick. They're pouring powdered creamer into their coffee. Hipsters. <laughs> making making cream out of powder. It's crazy. It's the future, it's Ridiculous. Though, yeah. What, do you think you're funnier than me? You think you're funnier than me using powdered cream in your coffee? No, you're not. You're not funnier than me. Wow, Anyhow, Alex, Alex is really depressed tonight. <laughs> it's gonna be okay, Alex. No, it's get, not. You, it will you get have, better. That's all right. It will get better. You have a you have a full beard. That is nice. That's not nothing. You've accomplished something. Mm, yeah, it's rare for a man to be able to uh, put the effort in and get up every day and, and and look in the mirror and put his beard cream on and and grow that beard a little bit. Yeah, uh, that's rare. It takes a lot of dedication to look so, at, to look like you don't care about yourself this much. So I kind of threw out a interpretation of this first uh, this first verse. What do you think about that? That it's uh, I don't remember what it was. What was it? Yeah, yeah. That it's all about the white lining's is wiener, and that you got to sign your name in a book in order to have sex with them. Well, that you got to get consent. No, of course you do. That's I <laughs> written, mean written consent. Written consent in this case. Yes. Okay, when you come down here, you're already on your knees. That would probably support your uh, support your your theory there. Um, I it's have efficient. a theory. It's efficient. Yeah. Um, it, it's yeah. It's a <laughs> you show up on your knees. You like you. You get in. You get out. Now. What I think is maybe that White Lightning is the name of the roller skates that you're wearing on your knees that you roll up to the members of Def Leppard to blow all of them with those roller skates on your knees. Uh, And White Lightning is sort of the name of that style of of knee roller skates. 
Wait, it's a style or Stuart? like a brand? It's a, well, that's what I mean. I mean, it's a I mean, it's a brand. Okay. Uh, well, like in the way that Rollerblades is a brand. Oh, like Kleenex. Right. But it's roller a brand, but people call it, people call, it yes. I almost said in, roller blades is a bland. And you guys <laughs> that is. Oh, man. It could have been crazy if you would have said that. All right, shut, shut up, up. Sticky <laughs> Stew. <laughs> Sticky <laughs> Stew's in timeout. Um, it's just me and Char. He said, he said a bland. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so roller blades are technically called inline skates. Mm. And uh, that's the name of the style. So White Lightning would be the name of... The brand of knee roller skates. What do they look like? Um, they're just roller skates that's probably they they probably have a flat top with straps that you strap on your knees, and then you know just a big group of people can kind of roll down a hill or something towards <laughs> Def Leppard as they pull their wieners out, <laughs> and uh, and you just uh, you just open your Wait, mouth. Def Leppard is at the bottom of the roll. hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you standing just, there. Because, I mean, I don't know how much momentum you can keep, you know, at knee. You're not getting a lot of leverage if they're at knee level. So I think you want, you definitely want Def Leppard to be downhill from you as you strap on your white lightning skates. So it's just like a one and done. Uh, (laughs) Can I I come out of timeout, guys? Yeah, you're you're out of timeout. We 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 need to figure out the mechanics of how you get... Both back and then forward, and then yeah. back and then forward. Okay, because I was under the impression that a blowjob in- involves just one motion. <laughs> just, well, you just you just, just roll just as forward. fast as you can towards it. Yep, and, and then, then you uh, get your mouth uh, around it, and then you just lock yes. down. You guys are starting to learn some important stuff about our marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you make a gulp sound effect, and then that's it. Blowjob over. <laughs> yeah, back to yeah. TV. Yeah. So here's here's something I was thinking about the other day with blowjobs. Um, so you know how, like, so it was confusing for me as a child, and I, as and for I probably many. Uh, Real quick, many, let's just make many, sure people understand their, this podcast features uh, sexual situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, there you let's, go. Let's send the kids into the other room. Strap the kids' knee skates on them and push them into the other room. <laughs> <laughs> just let him roll. Don't, just don't let him roll. Make sure yeah, Def Leppard's not in that other room, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know how um, when you're a kid and you first hear from your classmate or whatever what a blowjob is. I, I remember specifically somebody sure. somebody making fun of me because they said bl- they said blows or something like that, and I thought they were talking about punches. And they were like, and they were making fun of me because I didn't know about blowjobs. And then my mind, when I heard about blowjobs, I was like, what could that possibly do? Because I thought you were talking about literally blowing like on, on someone's, on someone's, uh, ding dong. So, uh, so the, the, I guess I've heard, I've heard people talk about this uh, multiple times. I've heard multiple people have that experience of not really getting why they're called blowjobs. It's always been kind of a weird thing because, you're, because apparently you know, you're, you're sucking someone's dick. You're not blowing on their dick. Mm. But something I was thinking about the other day was you're not actually sucking on it either. Right? Can we talk, <laughs> can we talk about this real quick? Sure. Because it's like yeah, actually yeah, not. I guess. Like, 
it's actually not. I mean, those are the two things that you say I that think you call I'm that. To figure act. out why Alex is depressed. <laughs> <laughs> those are the two things that you call that act. You you either call mm-hmm. it blowing someone or sucking someone off, right? Sure. But sure. But neither neither depends action depends on if is, I'm talking to my parents or not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. If if you're so, Stuart, if it's just if it's a one on one convo with your mom, do you say blowjob or suck off? Oh, uh, wait, is she listening? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Okay, never mind. Yeah, she All is. Right. So, I'm just so wondering let's, which, let's which vernacular you use. Because there's something we need to get to the bottom <laughs> of. Um, so let's change the whole course. So now this is a podcast about figuring out the proper name to call what we have all our lives been calling either a blowjob or sucking off. So okay. yeah. So now we have to rename or sucking it. someone's dick. But I, yeah. I mean, it's more like like I just I don't think there's because we don't have a word. Yeah, we don't have a word for just cramming something in your mouth over and over again. We don't have a word for like eating something but not eat, eat, eating. It. You know, like <laughs> we don't we don't have a word for that. Um, mouth like, massage. I think mouth, mouth massage, massage actually sounds really great. Good, it's probably dude. the most, uh, it's probably the most when, romantic. When I you, declare. Yeah, when you hear it, you're right. Romantic is the term I was about to say. It was <laughs> I on do the declare mouth massage. from here to forth, <laughs> we shall never call them blowjobs again. Okay. They are now mouth massage. <laughs> or, a ma- or wash. You could call it like a mouth wash. Mm, I mean, mouth wash is a, is a different thing. <laughs> But a dick wash? Ooh. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. This was a PG oh, podcast. No. Let's uh, call it a dick wash. I gave him a dick I wash. Just, <laughs> I mean, that makes gave more sense within the context. Yeah. Because you said mouthwash, and mouthwash is stuff you pour in your mouth. Yeah. I don't think sure. in this case, yeah, yeah. I don't think the mouth is getting any cleaner from the process. I, you know, once again, <laughs> not going to judge however you are. I don't know. One, and I'm not a scientist. I'm sure a biologist would you argue don't think about the, the mouth cleanliness is of a any human cleaner. mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, if you're enjoying anyhow. this conversation, please tune in to our other yeah. podcast, yep. uh, Sex Advice. <laughs> This that is not name good. Was it taken? This is like more sex etymology or something. Se- sex, sex, sexomology. Sexomology. <laughs> sexomology sounds like a movie that I would see on advertise on Showtime, and I'm like, this might be good, or it might just be science. <laughs> sex sexomology with Sapio Stew and Charlotte. And wait, so Sapio Stew. Uh, let's see. Is that because I'm a sapiosexual? You're a sapiosexual. Is that the one where I like don't like to make love to a woman's body? I like to make love to her soul. No, that's a <laughs> sulpiosexual, which is okay. what I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sapiosexuals are attracted to the to their uh, to someone's brain, and sulpiosexuals okay. are attracted to their souls. So I'm uh-huh. like a dumb version of a sapiosexual, uh, and then. And then there's another word for people who are just attracted to people's butts and tits and stuff, but I don't remember what that one is. Um, yeah. It's like sapiosexual, but for people's bodies. I'm not I sure. I, I, I don't remember what the what the word for that one is. But should we get back to the song? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a long one. It's a real long one. Uh, okay. So you read verse one. Yep. 
Did we we oh we got to play the game? So yeah. there's a verse. There's a verse. Why don't you just read the lyrics to verse two? We won't play the whole thing because we don't have time to play this. Sure, I think it's going to solidify my point. You got to taste that sweetness. Oh, I think it solidifies <laughs> my point, Stuart. Because <laughs> you can't say no. Hmm. But, are you, but are you ready for the nightmare when you can't let go? <laughs> because it's uphill backwards, man. Yep. Like a soldier of fortune, when the money runs dry, you've got rivers of bitter tears in your eyes. Those soldiers are fucking wimps, dude. Awful. They're crying? There's a there's some real weird metaphor stuff going on here. Yeah, like I got an image of these like grim mercenaries that are all sad and crying. Like, Not yeah. because of all the terrible killings they've performed, but that they're just out of money. <laughs> Rivers of bitter tears in your eyes. Alright. And then we get to the bridge. Okay, and so we're back to a verse. And that so is wait, another... re- real quick, I want to jump in here. Oh, okay. So we talked about pants. If you, we're, we're doing a shirt, where would you put your pockets? Um, I think a good place to do pockets is actually uh, right on the hip. Okay. Like on the side. Like on a like, long shirt? No, no, like in pants. Like like a strap, like a, like a holster. Oh, okay. Um, but in the pants, so it would be but like the, solid in there. But the and female then, body shape is has a little more hip than a man, so those pockets would be sticking way out. So you can get in your, get at your stuff. I guess that makes sense. Okay. The female body shape has a little more <laughs> hip in there. Is that what you said? Yeah, you doing an impression of me? What's going on? Is this an impressions <clears throat> podcast? I'm just checking in. I'm just, you guys have your own little little conversation about pockets going on over there yeah and uh and stewart is this concerned is, is, about the physiology of of woman mm-hmm. which uh you know it's, it's fine it's fine i mean it's fine to try to you know pigeonhole women's pockets and all that and their body shapes and sizes and different places they can put things that's all fine that's fine this is the place to do that really i mean if this if putting me on blast gets you out of your depression I'm all for it. Hey, man. But I think I'm we're, not tra- putting, we're just I'm trying not to- putting you on blast. I, I'm just stating facts, and facts don't care about your feelings. I don't know if you're feeling attacked right now. I'm not attacking you. I'm just stating facts over here, buddy. Maybe we're just doing a little backdoor pitching for our Pockets podcast. <laughs> I might put a podcast on, like, the, the, the top of the arm, like where an armband might go. A podcast or a pocket? <laughs> Did I say podcast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both. Then I, 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 whatever my original answer was. You can put a podcast was. anywhere you want. That's the great thing yeah. about them. It's you new can media, put podcasts really anywhere, <laughs> anywhere in or on your body. You can put a yeah. podcast. <laughs> so uh, we are full on. This is is this chorus or pre-chorus? What, what's going on here? Well, we, we're, nowhere the, we're nowhere near the. We're nowhere near 
the chorus, Stuart. Okay. That's how that's how crazy we've diverted from the very simple chorus verse chorus verse bridge chorus structure of the other songs of this album because we have Buffy. we have had we had that long intro, we had the instrumental intro, then we had a verse, then we had another verse, then we had a bridge, and now we're back to a third verse. This is like this is like hysteria song structure that big uh you know crazy like um more sort of uh epic song structure that we're used to from days long gone days that we thought died with steam and steve clark yeah but, uh all right so, do you so sure, the- why don't you yeah sure why don't you read this next uh, the the chorus here it starts uh, right the there. bridge okay. this is the oh. uh, the bridge i thought i'm pretty sure you just said this was the chorus <laughs> <laughs> no, I said we were very far away from the chorus. Uh, it's basically the same thing. So, Right there? Yeah. Okay. You want to leave, but you can't let go. You want to stop, but you can't say no. You'll never laugh about it. You just can't live without it. You had enough, but you just want more. You never get what you're looking for. You'll never laugh about it. Never. It really Somewhere. sums up. It really sums up my mood and my general mood about my life uh, right now. That you can't I, live without your life, but you can't actually, enjoy it. Yeah, I, actually, hear, hearing Shar read those lyrics in that voice was really hidden way too close to home for me. Actually, right now, it's very it's very depressing. It is. <laughs> it's like a. I mean, this is clearly like whatever they're talking about, and we can mm-hmm. argue about that. Till the frickin' cows come home. But mm-hmm. uh, whatever they're talking about, this is clearly like a passage about a kind of struggle with an addiction, uh, much like what took the life of uh, Screamin' Eagle himself, Steeman Steve Clark. So after this uh, bridge, we get it go right into another verse, man. This, yeah. this song is bursting with verses. And bursting with metaphors. Yeah. Uh, Stuart, you want to read those lyrics? Yeah, you got both ends burning. You're like a moth to a flame. You're going off the rails like a runaway train. It's a no-win situation, and there's no way out. And no one will ever hear you scream and shout. It's almost like he said, how many cliches do you think I can fit into this verse? Oh, oh my muscles. I I love that it starts with you got both. Boy, 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 red alert, red alert. We got our cat on the table. Our cat muscles. Muscles, do a flex do a flex into the microphone so we can hear. He's just gonna step on the up he's on the keyboard. Hope that has an effect. He's flexing. He's flexing. Now he's presenting his butt to be scratched. Okay. He doesn't think it's funny at all. Okay, so uh, cat alert is done. Um, yeah, so this is this verse is Chock full of banal phrases. <laughs> <laughs> I say banal. Personally, yep. I say banal. Uh-huh. But, uh, <laughs> that's when you have butt sex with Bane. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, that was, oh man, I just fucking. Okay. I you, thought you, I gave I'm not going to do the voice, but. I thought you, I gave you, you an easy embraced. opportunity. You merely embrace the dark. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so you've got both ends burning, 
uh, which, <laughs> which, I, you know, I've listened to this song probably a million times in my life, mm-hmm. and not until Stuart read the words "You've got both ends burning" did that seem funny to me. But, yeah, were uh, you thinking like maybe somebody ate too much somebody, spicy food? <laughs> yeah, exactly, like uh, the mouth and the butt. Somebody just yeah, walked those out are of two an ends. Indian. Those are both ends. <laughs> somebody walked out of an Indian restaurant, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've got both ends burning. And no uh, one will ever hear you scream and shout. <laughs> and then it says, like a moth to a flame, which is a real mix. That's a real mixed metaphor yeah. there. Because uh, moths don't have both ends burning unless they, I mean... Go all the way into the flame. Unless they're in an Indian restaurant. Uh, and then <laughs> and then you're going off the rails like a runaway train. Here, I think they're just getting irresponsible with their, with their poetry. Because, uh, like, a runaway train... Going off the rails is like a train that's just derailing. Like, those yeah. are two different things. Those are two different states of a train. So, both ends of the train are on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, And also, and yeah. Also, the train the is also... The train and also has diarrhea. rails or whales? I said rails with okay. an R. And also, there's a moth stuck in the train. Uh-huh. Like... Flying against the window. It's a it's a moth train, and there's no way out for that yep, moth. No way out, and no one will hear it scream and shout. Nope, because it's, it's a moth. moth. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't have. A Unlike moth. the moth podcast, <laughs> it doesn't have real. The moth animal have has a voice. no stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is about not having a podcast to express yourself on. Did you say the moth podcast or pocket? <laughs> I said pocket, but either one would work. A moth pocket sounds like something uh, like a, like uh, someone would have in a really cute like teenage book for girls. Like they would have a moth pocket, or like something in an moths. Owl City song. Okay, yeah, a moth pocket. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so no one will ever hear you scream and shout. And then we go back to the bridge. Though you want to leave, but you can let go. You want to stop, but you can't say no. With the really depressing and at this sort of point, you're listening to the song and you're like, "Is this the is this the chorus? Is right, this right. all we're gonna get out of this song?" Uh, yeah. So you're, you're thinking like, okay, so if this is a bridge, which is kind of what it sounds like, yeah. uh, then this must then this must be taking us right to. The chorus, and let's find out if it does right now on Till Death Do Us Party. I'm going to stop it right there because that's definitely that doesn't sound to me like a chorus, right? We have now reached uh, an actual pre-chorus, so we're at like the eighth section of this song or something, and we haven't hit a chorus yet, right? Because we've got 
we got run he's coming to claim you which feels it feels very build up it feels like a pre-chorus run the nowhere to hide away run you dance with danger run oh you gotta ride and they did they do this brilliant master stroke right there you know someone is a real master i'll just say of writing this kind of song when the end of the last pre-chorus builds you right up into the words that are the title of the song you gotta ride and then we have the chorus right now All right, Stuart. So I got to claim victory here. I, th- I think my my uh, uh, first of all, a dead end street, clearly rolling down a hill on roller skates on your knees, on your on, white lightning on white skates. Lightning skates. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Is a dead end street. It's going to end somewhere, and you're not going to be able to go anywhere. Uh, and then, At the uh, end of the hill, and then the yeah. next line. So the chorus is "White Lightning on a Dead End Street." White Lightning, where the dead beats meet. White Lightning, it's a one-way mm-hmm. ride, right? Right to that, right to that spot. Uh-huh. White Lightning. Yep. Oh, there's nowhere to hide. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it does say "beats meet" in there. That's. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, so, where, the, where the dead beats meet. So mm-hmm. would that be like a zo- like a where a zombie zombies masturbate? Is that is that what you're saying? Where I the mean, dead? If 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 we're being like dead. if you're being hyper literal, was that a is that think, a Romero I, film? Where the dead where the dead beats uh, meet? Yeah, R.I.P. Dude, take it easy. Oh, he he knew he knew I loved him. Uh, he knew. Um, no, I think I think it's just a careful choice of words that are intended to conjure the images of meat being beaten. <laughs> With the word "dead" in there, I mean "dead" is pretty. "Dead" is a pretty strong yeah, word. It, well, and the first line said "dead end street," so of course the only people who are going to meet there mm-hmm. are deadbeats. Mm-hmm. 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 I. I or like, or like a, like a or like a train, <laughs> or like a train of moths with diarrhea would also go there, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's diarrhea. a one-way ride. There's nowhere to hide. Okay. Uh-huh. So that all happened. We got. We finally got a chorus. We are four minutes, fifteen seconds into this song, and we finally got a chorus. And man, did it just unload all over our little faces, right? Isn't that right? Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I mean, it's just yeah. what a what a feeling, what a feeling there. So, um, <laughs> uh, why don't I go ahead and play what happens after that? We have like a we 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 even have we have even more. They have like parts 
It's like a little. It's like a little. We cool have parts to spare in this song because we finally get to the chorus, and then they do a then they do a breakdown. They do a middle eight break, uh, and then they and then there's like three guitar solos. So let's let's get started on sort of the middle guts of this, and we'll just work through it and see how we feel with each part. So here's the here's the breakdown. I'm going to stop it right there. Uh, there's actually a little section I forgot I forgot to mention right there after that part. But, so that's a kind of Rocket-esque breakdown. Uh, it's very drum-heavy drum, drum heavy with just little guitar stabs, like the song Rocket. Yeah, a little, little sassy. There's a little also, strut to it. Also, like the song Rocket, it has a little backwards vocal in there. There's a little message hidden in there for us. Oh, did you catch? Did you that, catch Char? the backward catch vocal? It. Little, a little. I, I guess I mean re, like reversed vocal. <laughs> uh, would you guys like to hear that vocal re-reversed back into what's it called? I don't even know what it's called when you um, when you take something that's been reversed and play it, play it, you play it forward. It? I guess yeah. I guess you just reverse it again. Do, do I want to hear it? I can't okay, live without Okay, let's do this. Let's find out what he's saying. Because remember, okay, so uh, long-time listeners will remember that back that we've had this a few times. We had it in Rocket, the song itself, where they just where they took some of the words from Gods of War. They took the chorus of Gods of War, and they reversed that. Sorry, I had to burp. They just took... The the chorus of Gods of War, and they flipped it around, and they stuck that in the in the breakdown of Rocket, and then earlier <clears throat> in the song Rock of Ages, we had some backwards vocals that were basically a call out to Brezhnev and the Soviet Union. I think it said uh, "fuck the Russians." Brezhnev has herpes, like some stuff like that. That definitely did Brezhnev in because he died almost immediately after they recorded it. So. Uh, let's let's hear what exactly they have to say this time reversed. Did you guys hear that? Could you yeah, make sure that out? Did you hear it? Um No. Okay. <laughs> Stuart, did it sound uh, familiar to you at all? I'm not sure it would sound familiar to, to, to Char, even if she could make it out. It was a little hard to, to hear in the midst of all the other stuff that you have to reverse to Is hear the that, voice the right way. No, I have no idea. What's going on? It's uh, the end of the middle eight break from Heaven Is off of this album. It's the, oh. she's got, you know that line, she's got the rhythm to drive me crazy. She's got the rhythm to love. You remember that part? Yep. Uh, yep. So it's that part reversed and then stuck Backwards, into the huh? middle of White Lightning. Um, <clears throat> what do they mean what? by that? I want personally. I wonder if it means that she is trying to back up a little bit on her White Lightning skates, uh, 
and and <laughs> and that's causing those emo- that emotional expression to be to to be expressed in reverse. That's what that's what I'm wondering. That's I I don't know. That's just one man's interpretation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that any just feedback? Blew my mind. Yeah, just blew, just blew, blew your mind. Just totally blew. Let me. Uh, Whoa. Let me go get the mop. I gotta clean up all the the mind that's blown all over the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, cool. I gave so, you. A, I gave you a brainwash. Is what I did. Oh, that's already a thing too. Damn it. Oh man. Uh, okay. Brain anyway. massage. Anyway, yeah, brain. I gave you the old brain massage. So let's move into the next part of the song. And see what happens there. This is actually like, this is this is wild. This is very ambitious because this is a, um, this is like a second middle eight that has lyrics. It's I don't know. This is just this is just a a real masterclass in ambitious epic songwriting. So here we go. Let's let's hear the uh, let's hear the lyric part here. Solo there, um, Stuart. Do you want to read us those the uh, lyrics of that uh, of that little section there? That little special, unique, one time only section. Do I? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Such a lonely road you ride. Okay, so it's not easy. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. Keep going. We'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> Such a lonely road you ride. It's not easy when you don't know why. <laughs> Such a heavy load you hide. <laughs> you never leave, no matter how you try. Uh, man. They're almost making it too obvious, right? Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not even trying. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. There's such a thing as subtext. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lonely road. I mean, I don't know about yep, you guys, yep. but when I'm rolling down a hill by myself. Hurdling down a hill. Uh, probably by yourself. By myself on my knees uh, towards my favorite band. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean... I, I've got to be in a pretty desperate state at this, and I, you know what? Maybe I'd feel like that right now. I'm so depressed that uh, that that if I that if this were happening to me right now, if I were rolling down a hill towards my favorite band on my knees, uh, I, I I might find that it wasn't easy. I might find that I was lonely, and uh, that makes me sad to think about. So this is a very emotional, very <laughs> powerful, uh, powerful, powerful little couplet right there. Then it gets yep. to such a heavy load you hide. <laughs> I mean, at that point, they're just where? fucking bragging, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where? At that where? point, they're just telling where do you, you what, hide that load. They're just telling you what <laughs> supplements they're on at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want to explain some biology on where you would hide that load? In <laughs> a pocket, perhaps? Pockets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this message is brought to you by... Pockets <laughs> in one of the many pockets and purses that the good Lord gave you. Uh, just just go to Stitcher and download your favorite pocket today. 
Um, did I just podcast. confuse pockets and podcasts again? You did. You never leave no matter how you try. Um, is that because the load is so heavy that it's unending? Is that, are, they getting, uh, are they getting sort of poetical with us? Yeah, it's either that or there's some kind of like circular Ouroboros load where you're just constantly <laughs> taking a load. Is that the one that eats its tail? Yep, when, where a load eats its own tail. <laughs> That's what happens when, uh, when Neo goes to meet the architect at the end of uh, the Matrix uh, Revolution. And he gives him that, mm-hmm. uh, you remember when he gives him that blowjob and he does the Ouroboros load? <laughs> that's, in one of the, that's in one of the little screens that you see. Oh, that makes a lot of sense now. That's the only Neo that like completely survives because that just never ends, that, that, that BJ. Uh, that Beejer. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember those movies that well. I don't either. <laughs> I mean, it's no Soul Man. <laughs> a movie I also apparently don't remember very well. Yeah. According to Charlene, every day. <laughs> don't spread a rumor that I love Soul Man, please. <laughs> so we have we have three distinct guitar solos in this song. Um, I mean, it's one long section, but there are three little little. You know, you you, you know, you get little different flavors. You get different. Um, you get different sass and different swagger in these sections um, that at this point, Phil Collin is playing all of them, but, uh, but he's, he's sort of emulating uh, Steve, Steve Clark in, I think, one of them. And it's supposed to, it's supposed to, it's supposed to sort of sound like they're trading off licks, right? So let's, um, let's just go ahead and listen to the whole solo section. I'm going to call fair use on, on, our, on our general time limit here because we're doing a review of the song. And I think as far as I know, that's kind of okay. So we're, and you did, make, uh, you did make a joke about twin licks, by the way. Twin, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not a joke, but I think it's it was an, similar to saying dead beats me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, it's, it, after the fact, it's a joke. We'll call it a joke now because I was definitely joking. I was definitely being very funny. When I said that, and not like, and not like a super serious guy droning on about his favorite band for the millionth hour on this podcast. All right, here we go. Solos. back into our traditional bridge our earliest bridge our fundamental bridge uh and headed back to and headed to the double chorus that that really ends the song but i want to ask you guys what what do you think about those what do you think about those solos how do you where do they where do they hit you they hit you in the gut they hit you in the head what do they do um 
I'm not big on solos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're just like, get to the song, I like, idiot. I like lyrics. Charlene, if those yep. if those solos were pockets, where on your body would they be? <laughs> the first one? Um, the first one would be an ankle pocket. Ooh. Wow. That's an important pocket. Yeah. A little ankle pocket. Um, yeah, you gotta hide uh, hide a couple uh, hide uh, hide like cab fare home. Yeah. So yeah, the first the first one is sturdy. It's your old, you know, it's like your it's it's old faithful. It's it's like it's got to move a lot. It's got to hold you up. Um, yeah. And then what's the set? Where's the second solo at? Hot pocket. <laughs> oh, the second solo is a hot pocket. So it's not even in, if it's on your body, it's in your stomach because you ate a delicious hot pocket. Sure. Okay. So it's I a hot like pocket. It. So the second solo is a a pocket. Your stomach is the pocket, Filled. but it's also inside the pocket that is a hot pocket. That's what's great about it's, hot pockets is that it's a pocket that's going to end up living within a second pocket. Yeah, that's true. And also, if that hot pocket is the flavor that has tiny little raviolis inside of it, oh my goodness, three pockets! Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not depressed anymore now hearing that. Yep. Now that you're thinking about broccoli and cheese ravioli hot pockets, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about like what nutritious. A, now I think of what a triumph is humankind. That's what yeah. I'm thinking now. Uh, so there's the third little section of that solo. It's a little short one at the end. It's got a lot of swagger. Charlene, where does that where does that one hit you? Um, that's gonna be the jeans fifth pocket. Mm. Where's the, where's the fifth? The little oh, coin, the little, the little coin, pocket. coin pocket. A little. A little it's little got another pocket. pocket within a pocket. I think it's it's almost like you're saying that the second and third solo are kind of unnecessary. What? Stuart, I don't I know guess, what you're doing now not. calling a hot pocket unnecessary. About? All of those pockets are very necessary I pockets. I guess you're right. My life, you my life would probably be better if I didn't have that little coin pocket, though. I got to say, I have used that to, to bad, I put that basically to bad use my entire life, that little coin pocket. See, I've always, during the process of getting drunk, in the beginning, I would take a $20 bill and fold it very small and put it in that tiny pocket. See, that's smart. That's like a good use for that pocket. I would get in a cab to go home, and I would discover it like magic. Yeah. Like somebody else had slipped me an extra 20 in that fifth pocket. That's beautiful. I've never, I've never many times. I've never been that smart about anything in my whole life. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's really good. No, you haven't. I've known you. That's the magic pocket. My my entire experience with the little coin pocket is that I put my change in it, and then my and then when I take my jeans off, what happens in that pocket is it feels very convenient to have your change in there because it doesn't rattle around. But then when you take your jeans off and you pick them up off the floor, all the change in that pocket because it's not deep down in a pocket just flies out everywhere. And then when I move, I have like twenty or thirty dollars of change on my floor that's that's basically what that pocket has done for me my whole life is it means i have a lot of change i have like an embarrassing amount of change on my floor at every at any given moment oh i thought it was because you were like picking up your jeans because you're trying to sneak out of a bedroom surreptitiously yeah yeah you're like (laughs) oh no i've slept with the dowager countess and her (laughs) husband the count is home 
Yeah, if I were a heroic figure, that would be my special move. Is as I was like leaping out of the bedroom and putting my jeans on, I would swing the jeans around, and the coins would fly out of the coin pocket and hit the guy in the head, and uh, or bl- oh. or blind him, and he wouldn't be able to see me or something like that. Um, but the but uh, so I just this past weekend I actually put that pocket to extremely bad use uh, in a in cl- like in classic my wife is out of town fashion. I um. Uh, my my wife was out of town. I went out for drinks with a couple of friends on Friday night, and they were driving, so I didn't want to bring all my keys. So I put my house key in the special pocket, in the fifth pocket, um, because that's a great place for it to sit. And then, uh, yeah. and then the next day, around dinner time, being very hungry and not having a wife to feed me, I decided that I needed some mac and cheese. So I decided to go to Walgreens <laughs> and get a box of mac and cheese. And I walked out of my house without my phone, but with my car keys, but with my house key not on my car on my car keys, closed the door, locked myself out of my house with my dog and my phone inside the house, and, uh, and went to Walgreens and got some mac and cheese. So I was just sitting in my car with mac and cheese, unable to get into my own house to get to my dog or to Re-able get to my phone. Were you able to eat the mac and cheese? I sat in my car uh, and I spit into the box of mac and cheese until they softened up enough, uh, and then I and then I slowly consumed them. Uh, no, no. I, I what I ended up happening was I had to drive all the way out out of town to my parents' house to get a spare set of keys to get into my car or to get into my house. I'm sorry, but so that that recently just happened. So I hate that pocket very much, and I'm yeah. going to stop doing... That pocket has let you down. I'm going to stop doing that move of just taking the house key off. I'm going to stop yeah, doing that's crazy. It. Why are you it's doing a, that? I, it's like the... Uh, however smart Char's thing about putting a, a $20 bill in that pocket yeah. is, mine is the opposite in dumbness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like that. Yeah, like... It's like brilliantly dumb. Yeah, like that pocket's great if you got like a little piece of beef jerky you want to soften up. <laughs> Sure. And you just wear it on there in a hot day, a couple of days in a row. It'll be fucking awesome. So you guys want to hear this? Uh, you guys want to hear this? And then your pants will smell play good, it. too. Yeah, play it. Let's hear this final uh, chorus. This double chorus, outro, fade out. Here we go. I'm never going to hear where the dead beats me the same way again. (laughs) Can you feel her? It's so dangerous. This is the great part where he goes, No promises, no guarantees. He goes down into sultry voice mode as it's fading out, which is super cool. Like, really, really cool. Um, so that's the end of the song. Wow! So close the book on that one. Yeah, we did it. We did it, and we final did it. Th- final thoughts, Charlie. And we figured out this exactly was quite what it's a about. Journey. Yeah. Um. I think that. Um. This was definitely could, worth waking up from that. That it nap. was worth it. I think. <laughs> 
if I could sum up the song with one line from the song, it would have to be dead beats meat. Dead beats yeah. meat. Yeah. So, um, Char, if this if this song was a cocktail or a beverage or like an alcoholic beverage, what would it be? I feel like it is an alcoholic beverage already. White lightning. White lightning, or a drug. Oh well, it's uh, definitely a drug? drug. It's it's cocaine. I mean that 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 is. Uh, there we go. It's, I mean, cocaine is like pr- probably now it makes now everything makes sense. If we're gonna be real about it. it the song's That's probably sweetness? about cocaine, really. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let it go. Oh yeah, but it's totally about cocaine. Yeah, he was he was writing the lyrics <laughs> while looking into the recording booth while Mutt Lang was doing cocaine. So what uh <laughs> what what cocktail would you guys say is closest to uh? Oh yeah, cocaine. going off the rails. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to seem cliched here, but I think the best cocktail pairing for this song is just is just a shot and a beer, baby, a boiler maker. Yeah. Sure. Well, wait. You've suge- you've suggested that so many times for so many different <laughs> songs, though. I was, see, I was going to say Kahlua it's like milk. You're, it's such a, <laughs> that's your go-to. Why not a Why not a Starry Night? We've done that one though too already, though. But that's a Starry a Night. Starry Nights where you and Alex are in college together, and you're throwing a house party, okay. and you take Jägermeister and Goldschlager, and you mix it in the shot glass. <laughs> Uh, and you get super drunk, and then the next day you wake up hungover, and your kitchen is just covered in sticky stuff. Oh, that's where you got your nickname. Yeah, sticky sticky stew. Sticky Sticky stew. I would never touch this stuff. I would just have him pour it into my mouth. Mm-hmm. I would baby bird it into his mouth for him. Yeah, it's just easier that way. It's easier. It's more convenient. What's a What's a good? Or well, none of them are good, but. Like a four loco style kind of like alcoholic caffeinated beverage. There's there's lots of those, right? There, there's more and more now. I think there's like alcoholic sodas and shit like that now. Sure. Yeah. What's the question? <laughs> I'm just I I don't know any of them, and I'm I'm asking you guys because we've we've been we've been doing a segment with Stu where he like comes up with the right uh, cocktail pairing. For the song, and I was just suggesting that it might be something that's like an alcoholic, be- like a like a caffeinated oh. alcoholic beverage, um, like one of those hard sodas. Yeah, yeah, like something. Yeah, something that you're just really addicted to and you can't get enough. <laughs> maybe maybe we should just say Four Loco because that's the only one that I know that I know that makes sense. what it is. Or like, wasn't there one called like Zima? Wasn't there one called Zima's like Zima's not a soda? Yeah, it's not Zima's not it? Zima's not caffeinated, but there was one called like. Uh, what was it called? I keep my. It was it's called, called like stacks, uh, stacks or something like it's that. Called Warlock Juice. Um, I don't know. It was called like sucks. I think probably I think is what it was called. <laughs> there was a big, a tall can. It was pre Four Loco. I remember trying it. It tasted like pixie sticks, uh-huh. but it was like it was called something like like sup or something like that or like. 
sucks, <laughs> but I don't remember what it was called. Anyway, I mean, you're describing something that would have somebody almost ensorcelled by its powers. Sure, like somebody would taste it and never be able to get enough of it. Yeah, exactly. Thus, it should be called White Lightning. You're right. Yeah, let's. Why not just have a drink called? Why not just have a canned, alcoholic caffeinated beverage called? White lightning. It tastes kind of like fruit punch. Yeah. We call it white lightning. Yeah. Perfect. Or like a fun, or like fun it. it should taste like fun dip. Right? Now, Punchy from the Hawaiian punch cans. Sure. Is he wearing horns or is that a hat? What's have, going on I've never understood what's up with his head. I don't know what's going on with his head. He, he's... I think it's a hat. What kind of hat is that? Is it like a, some kind of weird inverted white? Viking hat or something? Oh, is it like a traditional Hawaii? I mean, maybe maybe I'm being culturally insensitive. <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, we probably definitely are being is culturally insensitive. Is that possible? <laughs> but it's not culturally our fault, though. I mean, because somebody, I mean, somebody I can, drew... I'll take the heat. That's fine. Somebody drew Punchy and was being culturally insensitive when they did that. Because yeah. they were using a stereotype. And you know what? I'm not here for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think I think while Alex makes that stand, <laughs> I'm taking a stand, and that's the first time I've ever said. No, I'm I mean not you're, you're a it. true hero. I think is what we're learning right now. Okay, um, that we uh, I think it's time for us to sign off. So, oh. one thing right. before we do, and this will okay. be quick. Uh, I'll just open the door. This will be quick. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to do. I'll close the door. Then fine. I'm do. Uh, I want to. I want to do this for every episode. So I'll be. I'll be very quick. And Shar, you don't have to participate in this because I don't know that you know enough of Def Leppard songs to do this. But we've been. We've been comparing the different song because Shar, you can participate. You should. Okay, okay. Stuart, you and I uh, really appreciate albums as a form. And so we've been comparing the the first song on each album and deciding which one yep. is the best, the second song yep. on each album and deciding which one is the best, third song, so on and so forth. So I'm going to tell what you song? what the fifth song on each Def Leppard album up to this point and you're going to give them you're going to rank them in order of how great you think they are. All right? You ready, Stuart? I am ready. Charlene, are you ready? All right. Sure. On Through the Night, the fifth song is Satellite. Satellite, okay. Real banger. Uh, okay, this one this gets a little tricky because on High and Dry, the fifth song is Switch 625, if you don't consider Switch 625 part of Bringing on the Heartbreak. If you do consider Switch 625 part of Bringing on the Heartbreak, it's You Got Me Running. Uh, and then... The fifth song on Pyromania is Die Hard the Hunter, and the fifth song on Hysteria is, of course, Pour Some Sugar on Me. So where you at? Uh, so wait, you got to make the call here. You're in charge. Oh, Just I'm in switch, charge. Switch 625, the fifth song or not. You know what? Uh, let's go ahead and make it the fifth song. Let's make it the fifth song, because we'll save You Got Me Running as a... It, you, you Got Me Running is also the first song on the second side, so let's yeah. let's do that. So, it would go... Pour Some Sugar on Me. Uh, wait, what's on Pyromania? Die Hard the Hunter. Okay, so it would go Pour Some Sugar on Me, White Lightning, Satellite, Die Hard the Hunter, Switch 625. 
Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's no way I can remember all the words <laughs> you just said. Okay. I think you were right to uh, count me out of this in the beginning. Alex, then. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got I to gotta give it to Pour Some Sugar On Me. It's just, uh, I, I, think, I think Pour Some Sugar On Me is, is probably one of the best fifth songs of all time. Uh, then I got to go to Satellite. Satellite's a real banger. Satellite's amazing. Uh, then it's probably, it's probably White Lightning, then Switch 625, but that's just because we're not, Including bringing on the heartbreak and switch sixty-five, and then Die Hard: The Hunter's the last one for me. Okay, I I mean we're pretty close on that one. Yeah, no, no, Give it was take. very it was very similar. Um, if I had just listened to Satellite, I might even rank it have ranked it the same as you. Satellite's so good, dude. Yeah, when when we stop recording, just put on Satellite. Just do it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Anyway. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, You've been Stuart Wellington. Uh, and you've been Alexander Smith. And and I will still be Charlene Wellington. Yep. You can find me at Flophouse Cat uh, on Twitter, and you can sometimes hear me on the comedy podcast The Flop House. You guys are celebrating your 10th epi- <laughs> episode, yeah. right? You guys have done 10 episodes. 10 episodes. <laughs> One a year for ten years. That's incredible. Um, yeah, it's nuts. So you guys have a special. What this will this will come out next Thursday. So does that mean does that does the tenth anniversary episode drop right after that, or is it still coming? I don't know. It's going to be coming sometime in August. I don't oh, know okay. exact scheduling. But we uh, we kind of did a listener poll to see what we what we should do for that episode, and there was a resounding agreement. That we should watch a movie. Yeah, cool. So we did that. That's we awesome. Watched a movie. Uh, Good call. And it was a little bit sad, but it was uh, it was a fun episode to do. It was and sad. It was sad because one of your one of your members is moving away, but still will be on the on the podcast. Yeah, right? he's moving to Los Angeles. Yeah, Elliot Kalen. Moving to Los Angeles. Good luck out there, buddy. You wanna, should I put up his uh, address here so people can go yeah, find yeah. him? Yeah, yeah, Just go ahead and give him, give everybody his, will, his we'll LA address. If you have jobs for a writer out in LA, um, we'll po- we'll post his address on on uh, on Flickr, and you can go find him. So yeah. <laughs> on our on our till death do us party or our TD uh, TD dup TD up. Uh, Flickr page. My name is Alexander Smith or Alex Smith. Uh, I make music under the names Lydia Burrell, L Y D I A B U R R E L L, and Howell Doughty, H O W E L D A W D Y. I have Twitter accounts for both of those. Uh, do much more on the Lydia Burrell Twitter account. Um, I have Facebook group pages for both of those, and you can also find music from both of those. Uh, artists or groups or whatever you want to call them on uh, on SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, all that stuff. So just look me up on there. I have a recent album out uh, for Howl Dottie. And um, uh, if you're in the Louisville area, I host a regular karaoke game show night where you can spin a karaoke wheel of songs and win yourself a taco. 
that's, that's at Zanzibar great. if you're in anywhere near the Louisville, Kentucky area. Um, Do you have to eat the taco right before singing karaoke? No, you get the taco after you sing the song. That's, okay. that's sort of part of the so deal. So when your mouth is all dried out, you yeah, yeah. fill it with wet taco meat. Yeah. Um, I can be found at Hinterland's Bar on Church Avenue in Brooklyn. Oh, <laughs> sounds like a cool place. Where the we drinks trivia. are cold. The trivia is... Sundays, <laughs> Sundays at seven. <laughs> mm-hmm. The bartenders are cold and the beer's warm. Yep, that's us. <laughs> Check it out. What's the funniest recent trivia name for like a team? Do you guys have the same teams every week, or uh, is it like uh, people mix it up? I liked. Uh... What was the token one? Uh, I liked Chef Goldblum quite yes. a bit. Okay, and, Chef uh, Goldblum. Uh, so, uh, somebody named themselves Quiz Tima Aguilera. That <laughs> yes. was pretty good. That was good. Mainly because it took the quiz master like five tries before he figured out how to say it. <laughs> so he's like, Quiztima, Quiztima? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, That's good. the team had to clarify what the name was, like all good jokes. Yeah. Well, awesome. We did it, guys. We did it. We did it again. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. I've been Alex Smith. I'm Stuart, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No promises, no guarantees. When you come down here, you're already on your (laughs) days. We do have a real. Woo!